following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Once there were many, now there's just six undefeated teams left in college football. Tyler and I are back at it. Welcome into the two-point conversation. Tyler, my man, what is up? Not much. What's going on with you? Mm, I didn't get as much college footballing in as I wanted. I, uh, I hosted my first ever Halloween party this weekend. How was that? It was all right. It was all right. Uh, attendance was low, but spirits were high. That's how I've been putting it. Stressful? No. No. Not really? I mean, I. to be honest, uh, I was... Um, it's a new term that has come to my attention, and it's something that I'm totally fine with talking about openly, that I have many tendencies of someone that has ADHD. Um. <laughs> And one of those things I was doing on Saturday while I should have been cleaning, uh, I was hyper fixating. It's a it's a tendency of someone with ADHD, which is uh, when you think that something should be someplace or 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 you you should be able to accomplish said task because you have a certain tool, and then you can't find that tool, even okay. though you know you can you can make it work, right? You can whatever you're supposed to be doing that day. <laughs> work in this instance i was supposed to be cleaning getting ready for a halloween party um i was kind of but the whole time i kept going i i bought these halloween decorations one of them is missing i don't know what happened to it i know my daughter was playing with it but i don't know where it went and dude and that's what it was for like four hours until my wife came home and uh i go if you if you accomplish one thing for me and I was the one that like pushed for this party, so I didn't like expect her to clean as vigorously as me. Um, and she went and did the shopping for me, so that like super super big time help. I was like, find this runner. Yeah, it's lame to, to talk about, but it was a kitchen table runner, like something that you lay down in the middle. I couldn't right. find it, and then uh, as she found it, and like almost immediately, I was like, Whew, "All right, what time is it? Oh crap, two hours to the party. Let's go." <laughs> Yeah, hosting's always like a little stressful, you know. It is. Especially like I'm a person that's like last minute, always last minute for everything. And I've never been like that until about three years ago. I just like if me, if me and my buddies make plans and we all get together, it's 20 minutes prior. Like I'll text somebody like, you guys want to do something? Boom, we're doing it. Right. Just always last minute. Just last. I just. Uh, well, us guys, you know, generally are way more go with the flow than our significant others typically are. Absolutely. We're way more okay if things don't look like or don't go exactly as we would like it to go. We're like, man, whatever. Yeah, seriously, because like uh, with the men's locker room, you know, when we first moved in, our 
where we do it is in our basement and it looked like a legit locker room. I mean, there was shorts laying in the corner, cords laying here. And then she came down and she did like her own little, uh, little decoration stuff. And, uh, it looks a lot better. So are you talking about the space that you're recording right now? Yeah. I'm in the locker room now. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I never put that together, but yeah, uh, it's a, it was, it was a mess. It was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. Uh, well, I, uh, I was doing the cleaning instead of watching as much college football as I would like. Uh, I will be back on a full slate next week. Uh, guaranteed double screen action and all. Uh, the one game that I made sure I took in, and it's the one that me and you kind of circled as the one we were looking forward to the most. So let's mm-hmm. kick it off there. Our first remaining unfeed, undefeated team coming in at number five on the AP top 25 is the Clemson Tigers who unfortunately took down our beloved Orangemen. Uh closer game than maybe it probably should have been considering Syracuse's offense had no idea how to move the ball. Yeah, exactly. And I know like what you said, we circled this and, you know, Q's kept it close. Uh, we turned on this game Got a little crazy at work for a little bit, and then we turned it on, and Syracuse was like up twenty-one to ten or something like that, mm. twenty-one to ten. And then I was like, "Okay, wow, Syracuse has this." And then all of a sudden, I don't want to say this, but it seemed like the refs were favoring Clemson a little bit. I, I hate bringing that up. I'm yeah. sure football fans know where I'm coming from, but it seems like the refs were working on Clemson's side. Well, you you definitely see that. And uh, I hope <clears throat> college ball more than you do in professional ball. Although I bet the numbers are pretty close that the home team get the calls and it's not an on purpose thing. It's just, I don't know. It's inherent to the environment, you know, everything yeah, is so I mean, flared up and I don't know. Um, My biggest takeaway from this game, uh, besides the offense, just not knowing what they do well, with Syracuse, I was really impressed with Syracuse's defense and their ability to stymie that Clemson offense. I mean, it it took it took so many drives for Clemson to finally get a rhythm going on offense. Like it, they were like that first half was a struggle for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I enjoyed this game thoroughly. <clears throat> I thought Schrader. With all his warts, you know, and all everything that is good and or bad uh, at the same time for him, I thought he played pretty well. Uh, his decision making down the stretch was iffy. I mean, they didn't lean on Tucker at all. It's the weirdest thing. So in a one possession game and in a game they were leading for most of the time, he comes up with five carries. Yeah. So I saw today, we're recording on Monday, I saw that um, uh, Dino had his press conference and like right away jumped into, I'm taking ownership of these things. You know, you know it's my fault that Tucker didn't get the ball more. Um, it, was, it was his fault. There was a decision made going down the stretch uh, where he did not choose to use a timeout when he should have. It was pretty obvious. Um, it was just... He got he got out coached, yep. and that's tough to take because it 
imagine what we were doing right now if we're talking about a seven and O Syracuse Orange men. I mean, we'd probably spend the whole show on it. <laughs> Absolutely. I you know, if they were seven and oh, I don't even know where to begin. Right. Um, so it that's not the case. It's Clemson that comes out on top. I'll say this right now. Um I don't think DJ's ever gonna amount to anything as a quarterback. No, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because um he looked terrible. Yeah. And we've seen this in the past. We've seen this last year, we've seen this, you know, in the beginning of the year, and we've seen it two days ago. Because it's Monday. I I'm not sold on him. I don't think he's an NFL quarterback. I, I- don't. In fact, Tyler, I bet you're you are sold on him, but you're sold on him never being anything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm just, with you, dude. I'm with you. And I, I, I like their backup that uh uh oh, Klubnik. Klubnik. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean he was thrown into a situation and I think he handled it well. I think he did a pretty good job. He did do a good job. He came in and on that drive that he came in. They had a really stupid, it technically is a penalty, but a really stupid um, late hit penalty on the yeah. side. And this dude celebrated like he and just not ran a for like, 50 yards. The dude was like throwing his fist like, yeah, right. all fired up. And it's like, bro, you you, you literally were tackled short of the sticks. They were yeah, going to hunting. I think. And yeah. he got. And he got into that Syracuse player's face and did that. And it's like, how's that not taunting? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, and now we're going to start peeling away and, and all the time, all the times we thought the rest were a little more uh, homerish than they should have been. I don't know. I think if Clemson's one of those teams represented in the playoffs, I I think they're one and done. I don't, I don't see oh, that yeah. as that first round. No, I don't see them playing. I mean, if they were going up against like Ohio State, Michigan, Minnesota, I don't see them winning. I, I think, but, um, but uh, but it's interesting because now we have to talk about this because it's just triggered in my head. Supposedly, Nick Saban has informed the team that this is in fact going to be his last year coaching at Alabama. There was a report that came out Friday evening, I want to say. It's either Friday or Thursday evening from a guy that's a beat reporter for, you know, Alabama. So as as close to the source as you can get, um, nothing else is coming out of that. Nobody bothered to ask him, I don't think, during the game or anything like that. I'm not even positive. I'm kind of speaking out of turn there, but I, I didn't see a clip or anything of him talking about it. So we'll see, but it's long been suspected that Dabo will be the one that takes over. I mean, he that's it's his alma mater. So I don't know. Loses Tennessee, uh, loses to Tennessee once and throws it up. <laughs> he can't handle it. He did. He, he knows that was it. it. That was it. He knew when he lost to Tennessee that he can't hack it no more. He goes, yeah, you know what? I'd rather do Geico commercials. <laughs> Hooker, the man that ended Nick Saban. God yeah, really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I no. mean, going back to the Syracuse Clemson game, if you're a Syracuse fan, I think you're in high spirits, even though you lost. I mean, you're right there with the fifth team ranked in the college 
football rankings. And I think it's a start to yes. what they do next season too. So, I mean, if you're Syracuse player and fan, I wouldn't hang this loss too much. I mean, you were there just a couple of plays here and there. You'll get it back. I think, I think they could have beat Clemson. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And, and it's got me thinking about, you know, them going forward here. Clemson catches a, a, a stupid loss down the line. All of a sudden you're both, you know, with one loss. Yeah. They got right. the, the head matchup, but at the same time, you know, you played them close at home. I don't know how, I don't know how these AP guys, you know, vote and I don't know how the coaches vote. They, they might put right. you on top of Clemson. Yeah. Uh, especially with that defense. I was so impressed with how that defense played. Because they kept bringing it up, the size disadvantage between the offensive line of Clemson and the defensive line of Syracuse, and it was like insane. The dude, the their number one defensive lineman on that team is a, a walk-on dude who had to earn scholarship. He's 5'11", 280 pounds. He's basically me. <laughs> he's, right. he's just basically me, a little couple inches taller, but basically me going up there against what many consider to be the most talented defensive line in college football. Yep, absolutely. So, well, I guess offensive line in this case, but still talented um, nonetheless. And yeah, yeah. So, uh, I saw a guy coming out of Tops on Sunday, and I wanted Tops as our local shopping uh, center. Um, and I was I, I was so tempted to say something to him wearing a Syracuse hoodie. Um, well, I wanted to be like, oh man, I was pulling for you guys so hard. It was a hell of a game. You gave it quite a. I said, you know what? I don't. He may still be down in the fields right now. I don't. I don't want to be that guy that brings it up right now. He's ready to yeah. move on, and here I am digging at a a, a fresh wound. <laughs> uh, well, we can move on, I suppose. Not much else to bring out of that. Uh, let's go to a night game. Uh, the most exciting game, I think, of the weekend of all the teams that remained undefeated. Uh, that definitely was not the case for Ohio State when they dismantled Iowa, and that's all we're going to say about that. Um, all those betters that have looked at the history between Iowa and Ohio, Ohio State and how Iowa always plays them close and Iowa's defense looks really good, they all hopped on that for betters big time, guaranteed. They've laid down decent coin and then uh, Ohio State blew them out by like 44 points. The, yeah, the, I, like 21 I want to say, like over under 21 points maybe. So, yeah, I mean the way how Iowa was pl- playing all I mean is playing all year, I wouldn't bet a dollar on them. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, and you know how Ohio State is, you know, they're we know how Ohio State is, we play once a year, but Iowa they got to do some. I I have no idea. I think they just got to nuke the program and start over. Yeah. Well, it does. It doesn't help when your uh, head coach uh, brings in his son to be the OC. Not not necessarily going to bring a lot of uh, you know uh, proper criticism there. <laughs> a little, right. little bit of nepotism uh, goes a long way. And uh, unfortunately, I think this is uh, not going to help their case. So, yeah, Ohio State wins big time, blah, blah, blah. Um, This game, though, uh, a nightcapper, TCU under the lights in elite uniform matchup between TCU and Kansas State. These things were fire. All the all the hate that I gave TCU last week 
and deservedly so. Um, these unis were fire, and they played like they were they were looking good. Is there yeah, something about about looking good and playing good? Yeah, they they those jerseys were a lot better. Well, the biggest thing I think that came out of this is, um, I think Martinez got hurt. I didn't get to watch this game. Adrian and, Martinez. Yeah, Adrian Martinez. I got him down. I feel here. like this is his tenth year in college football. He, he's definitely an eighth shirt, uh, eighth year red shirt eligibility man. Um, but yeah, they got him down here for one of two passing and uh, seven yards. So I'm gonna guess my man got hurt. I might want to look that up. Um, Did he play in Nebraska? He, uh, is that the same Martinez? It might is be. It? It That's might what be. I'm saying. I feel like he's been in the college football for like. 15 years. Yeah. I don't know what he's studying, but damn. <laughs> he's going for his doctorate. I guess so. Uh, it, they do have him in here on ESPN dating back to 2018 uh, that he has been playing college football. So, yeah, this is his fifth year. But with COVID, everybody got another year of eligibility. So That's true. Um, Duggan for TCU, pretty good day here. Um, just keeps doing what he does best, which is plays like a bat out of hell most of the time. But uh, he goes 17 and 26, 280 yards, three touchdowns through the air. Really good day passing the ball. Um, didn't do too much running. Like he, he has 15 attempts, but he only had 13 yards rushing. So they stymied the uh, read opt a little bit. Um, leading rusher on the day, though, uh, goes to TCU's running back, Hendry Miller. Uh, he rolled both for 153 yards and two touch, two tutties. So good day for him. And then, uh, Quentin Johnson, who has been on fire, uh, as of late, he, he was kept in check a little bit, uh, four catches, 74 yards. So TCU, man, uh, we may want to real quick look ahead. You want to look ahead their schedule? Yeah, sure. Right, here what we got go. going on here. Uh, next week, TCU travels to West Virginia, which they should win that game. Uh, then they will play host to Texas Tech, who eh, could be tougher. Then they travel to Austin and take on Texas, who blew a win. game this weekend. Uh, Baylor, then they got Baylor, and then uh, hosting Iowa State to finish up the year. How are you picking them over these next five games? Five and all. Do you think so? Absolutely. I think they'll beat Texas. Texas is uh, Texas is Texas. A little Jekyll and Hyde action. Yep. And they'll definitely beat West Virginia. They'll definitely beat Baylor. Texas Tech might be a little bit tough. And then you said what, Iowa State at the end? Iowa State at the end. Yeah, I think the Horned Frogs will be. I think they'll be eight and oh, or uh, sorry, they're seven and oh right now. I, they'll be, they'll win the next five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm with you. I mean, I do, it, it is tech that gives me the biggest pause um, because they're just not playing up to their potential. I, I think right. they're going to wake up in the, the ninth game or something like that. And all of a sudden, they're going to be playing like one of the best teams in the country. Um, but Kansas State's fun season continues to roll on. 
Uh, it's a program that is always middle of the pack at best. Um, so five and two, not a bad year. Um, I'm going to try and find out more about Adrian Martinez and um, see what's going on with him. Uh, in the meantime, um, who do we want to talk about next? We got Georgia undefeated. We got, we already said Ohio State. Our boys in blue uh, did not play this weekend. Um, let's talk Oregon, UCLA. That's the sure. next biggest game. Uh, did you catch this one? Uh, just bits and pieces. Uh, we were focused on the Texas Oklahoma State game. Right. Um, but looks like Bo Nix had a day. Good Bo Nix showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 22 out of 28 and 283 yards and five tutties. Dang. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Oh, I do have news on Martinez. It is looking like a knee injury for Adrian Martinez. Um, don't know how severe. That's the thing with college football. That's, that's one of the things that we're in the, the uh, most, the darkest of dark uh, on is they don't say anything. In fact, uh, you mentioned me in a tweet today. Yeah, you see that? It's terrible. Yeah. So Eric All from Eric, right? Eric All, yeah. Yeah, from Michigan, uh, out with a quote-unquote life-altering surgery. Yeah, I don't know what that could be. I'm not no doctor, no nothing, but maybe open heart surgery or something. Right, right. It's like, okay, so you had to like try and think real quick, like, well, what what things would you operate on that would be like life-changing, life-altering? And heart's got to be at the top of the list. Other than that, I don't know. I mean, life for a football player, I mean, it, it's different than life for the rest of us. So like a neck injury. If they had yeah, some yeah, sort of true, yeah. disc, yeah, that that could be, you know, changing his career forever. Uh, back injury, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we didn't really even know when he was gone until we just knew that he wasn't suiting up the next game, and that's the way it goes yeah. for all these injuries. Which is, you only know that he's not suiting up for the next game. There's no timetable from the comeback, and then that's it, and that's where it ends because these guys are not professional athletes and there are no rules about having to disclose injuries. So and I, I like him too. It's, it's sad to hear about that. Cause when I found out, I was like, Oh wow. Life threatening. Like I said earlier, you know, I'm not no doctor. I'm not on the cast of the Grey's anatomy, but when you hear life threatening or uh, life changing, it's the first thing I thought was like harder back or something. Yeah. Well, but, either way, uh, praying the best for that man. Uh, whatever it is he's going through. Uh, same thing with Martinez. I, uh, dude was putting on a great season. I mean, it was he's been so much fun to watch in that offense. His tenth year. His ten, he finally got it in his tenth year. He finally put it all together. <laughs> yeah, his tenth year he tore his ACL. That's it. Uh, Oregon and UCLA. They played. Um, this is actually a earlier kickoff than I thought it was going to be. So they did play out in Eugene, and I do believe it was a noon Eastern kickoff. So if that's the case, they kick off at nine o'clock in the morning. Is that what? Does that what happened? It had to be. Ugh, Some. Gotta have room for tailgating. Yeah, really. I mean, you know, 
there's worse reasons to be drinking a beer at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I, I, college football did that last year with somebody. I think it was uh, was it USC in Arizona? They had like a noon kickoff in Arizona, but it was like nine thirty yeah. kickoff. Their time, game, like, oh game day out there. They they just add so much hype that I know people can't help themselves. I would love to hear from someone that's gone to a game day taping and be like, where do you go to the bathroom? Yeah, really? There's no houses. Like like being at Times Square for New Year's Eve and those people are packed like nuts to butts and it's like, where do you go take a leak? Yeah, seriously. Or if I just rip a fart here, I mean, I'm destroying 14 people behind me. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're the single, uh, you're you're, uh, patient zero for the pink eye outbreak. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) <laughs> oh man that's funny stuff um oregon though is the victor in this one what well, i would consider a, slight, a slight surprise not that they okay. won, but the fact that they ended up winning by 15 points the fact that they were pretty much in control you know or were in control the entire i mean it, it was 31 13 going into half and then it seems like they pulled, you know, some guys out probably in the fourth or whatever, or just took their foot off the gas just a tiny bit to let um, UCLA UCLA back in the game, quote unquote. Um, but they weren't. They really weren't. It, it was really all about. Um, we already mentioned it. I mean, the good Bo Nick showed up. Yeah, you never know what. Uh, you never know what kind of Bo Nicks you're going to get on a Saturday. Well, you you got good bow nicks. You got good complimentary running of the ball, um, with Bucky Irving. Love this dude's name, Bucky. The great first name, just like Bucky Brooks. Even though he blocked me on on Twitter, not my new Twitter account, but my old Twitter account. Really? Dude, yeah, he's a little soft. That guy. He was. He was defending Lamar Jackson. Because of all the hate that the guy gets and all the negativity that surrounds him and people calling him a glorified running back. And, oh, yes. and it's all true. I just all I did was send a gif of Josh Allen doing the shrug. <laughs> Cause it's like my dude my dude Josh Allen got hate too, man. Like what's the big right. thing here? Like roll with the punches. Lamar's a grown man, he's good. And he is good. He's excellent, actually. Um Many teams will be lucky to have him. Um, Zach Charbonnet, uh, once again, has a good day for you. So they want, worth noting, uh, 20 carries, buck 51 and a touch. Considers uh, Still considered to be one of the top three backs, four backs probably in the nation. Um, wonder what kind of wheels he, he'll have once he actually gets to the NFL. He's had a lot yeah, of carries in his career. Um, Tennessee uh, is the other undefeated team we have not mentioned. Uh, they blew out the team they were supposed to, so good on them. Thought this was a trap game for for them, and they proven it wasn't. Yeah, no, they definitely they definitely uh, took care of the job <laughs> that they were supposed to. Uh, you mentioned this game already. Uh, you were watching it. It's probably the one, the other one that you said you watched the most. So Texas. Uh, traveled to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, who's licking their wounds 
after blowing that game against TCU last week. They respond in a big way. Uh, your takeaways from this game? Texas is going to Texas year after year. And I hate to bring it up. I mean, they were winning all the whole game, and I thought Texas had it in the bag, and all of a sudden the Cowboys come out of nowhere and win the game. Yeah. Uh, if if you knew nothing about these quarterbacks and you and you watch this game without any preconceived notions, who are you walking away from in this game and saying is the better quarterback? I would say Sanders. Yeah. I mean, his stat line shows it. I, I only caught pieces of this. Um, I did have a TV on during the party, but, I was, you know, I was being a good host, so I wasn't, like, glued to it. Uh, <laughs> I, could, I could probably yeah. like, text my sister and ask her more because she, she watched more of these games than I did. Um, right. But Sanders goes 34, 57, 391 through the air, two touchdowns, one interception. Um. I think those touchdowns came in the fourth quarter. I want to say, yeah, probably. It's also dating the uh, coach's daughter. Is he really? Yeah, they were talking about that on the broadcast. I'm like, oh wow, guy's got some balls there. Yeah, well, hey, or he's a super good dude, and you trust him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. It was. It was in the fourth quarter that uh, Spencer Sanders uh, pulled himself together and uh, delivered the victory for the uh, Cowboys. As far as Quinn Ewers goes, you're not going to see this stat line from him very often. Yeah, uh, he didn't look good. 19 of 49, which <laughs> is good for. Oh, man, they're not giving me percentage, but 40. 44% or something dumb like that. Not good. Uh, only averaged about six yards uh, per attempt. He had three interceptions, so only two touchdowns. And of, of what I can tell, he's the reason that they lost. Because, I mean, Robinson had the day that he's supposed to. Um, the receivers were open enough, I, it feels like, from this you know stat line. Um mm-hmm. I, I think it's just costly mistakes, and uh, there's not a lot of room for that when you're playing uh, Big Twelve. Yeah. Points, points come <clears> in <throat> a clip like this, man. Like, <laughs> I know when when Texas was driving coming back, they Quinn Ewers tossed one of the softest lot passes I've ever seen, and that was totally picked. Yeah, I mean one of the softest passes, but I mean he struggled. But <sighs> man, this team, I don't know. <laughs> They'll be back next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that takes care of that game. How about this game? This is the other game I had on the television. Did not watch most of it, mostly because it turned into a blowout. Um, Mississippi State cannot hang with Alabama. I know. We're all shocked. 30-6, uh, to six, Alabama gets back in the win column. Uh, we already mentioned big news coming out of Alabama, potentially being the last year of Saban. And it seems like the team may have rallied around that a little bit. Um, they're going to be a tough out from here on out. They're Every single week, they're going to be a really tough out. Because it wasn't like they were an easy out against Tennessee. So, No, I think – I don't even think they'll make the playoffs. 
it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. The the SEC is a mess right now. It's a right. mess. Um, <laughs> it's all over the place. It's all over the place. Because uh, Ole Miss drops one to LSU. Ugh. Yeah, I did not see that coming. And in an ugly fashion, 45-20 LSU, your victor. Unfortunately, Brian Kelly gets a big program win there. I will root against that guy till the day I die or he dies. Hopefully <laughs> first. No offense. He's just much, much, much older than me. You know, I'm not literally rooting from the die in the next day or so. I'm just saying. I mean, the guy's already in his 60s. So if I don't let outlast him, then I did something horribly wrong. Yeah, um, not a fan either. No, he sucks, dude. He sucks to root for. Um, I feel bad for any Tigers fan that also hates him. You know what I mean? I love yeah, my really. Tigers, but God, that guy sucks. Fake accent. Oh, totally. Yeah. No, that's the that was that was the the cherry on top. I I wasn't gonna like him to begin with, and then he comes in like that. Ugh. Uh, enough of him though, because the star of the day is Jaden Daniels. Uh, that's right. Uh, there are a few guys with similar sounding names this year, uh, in college football. So we get turned around quite a bit. But this is Jaden Daniels for LSU. Uh, twenty one, twenty eight. Uh, 248 through the year and two tutties on top of it. Uh, he also added 23 rushes, 121 yards, and three touchdowns. He just took over the game. It's about time. Uh, well, yes, very true. Um, our boy Dart did not have a great game. Jackson Dart, uh, 19 of 34. Uh, no touchdowns, one interception, 283 through the air. But it's been the run game that has been the uh, the, the fulcrum, I guess you could call it. It's, it's what their whole offense hinges on. And they had a good day running the ball enough. Um, trying to see if there's any fumbles. There's only one interception. So, I don't know. I didn't get to watch this game, like I said. Ooh, Ole Miss got blanked in the second half. That's what happened. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, they scored uh, 20 points. It was it was 2017 going in the half, Ole Miss leading. And then it's uh, 28 unanswered points from LSU for a, for a big win. Big, big, big win. Uh, I don't know if we really need to go anywhere else. It wasn't as big of a week uh, as previous weeks. No, it really wasn't. And I thought like um, the 7.30 game or 8 o'clock game with Minnesota and Penn State, I thought Minnesota was going to keep it close. And uh, I was totally wrong. Well, they were out. They were, usually without, they were, well, they were without their star quarterback. Um, That's true. Adam Morgan. Um, and you said they the, the guy started for Minnesota. That was his first start. Oh, yeah. He was rough. Yeah, his first uh, college football start in a whiteout. I mean, the nerves had to be going. Yeah. But, yeah, what a – not a good look for uh, – what's your coach? Flack? Flack? DJ Flack? Flack? Yeah, yeah. Former – where did he come from? What step did he come off of? He came off of – is he a Penn State guy? I think he may have come out of Penn State. I'm not positive. I'm not sure. Um, 
I don't have anything else that I need to touch on. How about you? No, I'm good. Okay. So weeks week seven or I'm sorry, week eight uh closed up and uh we can look ahead now to week nine. Um this is when we're gonna start getting into some more rivalries. Uh every week you're gonna find an a rivalry that goes back uh quite a ways. Uh but this one that I wanna start mm-hmm. off with is a kind of a newer rivalry, but it's one that everyone looks forward to. Uh, the pinstripe uh, bowl, right? Isn't this uh, the, what they call this when Syracuse and Notre Dame face off? Don't they normally go and play in Yankee Stadium or something like that? I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's a new kickoff. It's on ABC. Uh, four and three Notre Dame takes on six and one Syracuse. Syracuse is listed as a home team. It might be back in the quote unquote carrier dome. It's not called that anymore. I don't know what they call it anymore, though. Um, I'd hope it's a JMA Wireless Dome. Is that what is? Oh, that's not a good name. Yeah, I don't know what the JMA stands for. Neither. I don't know. But I like Q's. Give me Q's in that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I got no reason to pick Notre Dame. They've they've showed that their <laughs> offense is 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 uninspired and their defense is average at best. Yeah, and I think Syracuse is going to bounce back after this disappointing loss they had. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Sticking with the rivalries, uh, we got Michigan hosting Michigan State. Uh, We all remember what happened last year, but these are two vastly different teams. Well, Michigan much the same as last year. Slightly different, but still really good team coming in ranked. Um, and, but state is not good. No, they're not good. They're not good. They play bad football. Um, Michigan is favored by 22 points. Uh, you bet in that line? Absolutely. Give me blue at home. I think I would stay away from the line. I'd be scared of giving up 22 points in a rivalry game. But if there's a season to do it, it's definitely this one. Yeah. If you're, you know, if you're a better strictly money line. Yeah. Put Michigan on there. I think Michigan's going to win. Okay. They're also going uh, blue out. You ever see that? That's sweet. Instead of a maze out, they're, everybody's wearing blue in the stadium. Oh. It's going to be cool. Well, they psyched me out last time anyways when they did the maze out for Penn State, and the crowd was mazed out, but then they came out in blue blue uniforms, blue and blue uniforms. So I was like, yeah, where's the maze, guys? <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, I actually don't think they have an alternate uniform right now. They just have two. So right. you, you use a combination of the home and the the aways. Um, staying in the Big Ten, we got Penn State hosting Ohio State. This should be a slaughter. What I find <laughs> interesting is the line's only 15 and a half. I think, I think Penn State keeps it close. Really? I think so. But Ohio State, they'll win. But I think Penn State will give them a fight for a little bit. What do what does Penn State do well that you would feel confident in saying that it'll be closer than maybe fifteen and a half points? I just feel like this Penn State team, like we've seen Penn State before, they'll they'll get blown out by you know a team that they shouldn't get blown out by, and then they play Ohio State or Michigan, and they always keep it close. No. For some reason, I feel like this is a trap game from Ohio State, but 
once we record next week, I wouldn't be shocked if the scoreboard is 54 to 10. Right. But right. I, and there's just something in the back of my head that I think Penn State's going to keep it close. Yeah. I think they cover. I would never bet for or against Ohio State. They're, Absolutely. That, that team gives me enough grief that I, I can stay away from that. Uh, big matchup in the SEC. Got Georgia hosting Florida. Now, Florida has come way down to earth. Um, in fact, they've plummeted so hard, uh, hard and fast that they're no longer even on the surface of the earth. They are, they are going down to the core. Uh, totally yeah. They are dropping. And I have to take full responsibility for that. If you're a Gators fan, hate me. Uh, I'm not giving out my address. Um, but once I said Florida was back, I don't think they won a game since. Yeah. <laughs> so I cursed Gainesville. I cursed the University of Florida. But I think the Bulldogs are going to crush them. Crush them. I can Maybe see no Richardson. chance. I can see Richardson completely imploding on this one. Oh yeah, he. It's gonna be ugly. Yeah. Uh, Cal hosts Oregon. Uh, that's not a good game. Nope, Oregon. Oregon by a mile. Uh, Kansas State's gonna host Oklahoma State. So you got five and two hosting six and one. The line is very close right now. Uh, Kansas State's actually favored one and a half points. Really? Hmm. You mean Cowboys on the road? Cowboys on the road, looking to get back into the Big Ten, uh, Big Twelve championship. Um, I'm with you. They're they're a good program. Oh yeah, coming off with that, uh, you know, comeback against Texas. I think the boys are rolling it out. Yeah. Yep. Um, UCF hosts Cincinnati. Cincinnati quietly uh, putting together an okay season after sending so many dudes to the pros last year. So the fact that they are six and one and ranked twentieth in the nation right now, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I think Cincinnati's starting to turn around. I think uh, I'll take the Bearcats on the road. UCF, uh, not necessarily a tough place to to win uh, this time of year. If this game was back in September, I would bring up humidity and things like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be brutal. But uh, not not in uh, October, going on November. Uh, how about this one? This might actually be the most entertaining game of the week. We'll see, though. Uh, Tennessee hosting Kentucky. Oh yeah, seven o'clock on ESPN too. Um, yeah, this might be game of the week actually. Mm-hmm. Vegas Give me Tennessee. Is, yeah, Vegas says the Vols giving up 12 and a half points. Okay. That doesn't scare me. I don't me. know. Yeah, no, I, I, I like the Vols in this one. Yeah. I think after that Alabama win, I think the the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh Texas AM hosting Ole Miss. Uh just realized that Texas AM is three and four. <laughs> I know, I know they were having weren't having a good year, but I, I don't know. It just dawned on me that wow, they're they're bad, bad. Yeah, and I don't think Ole Miss loses two in a row. See, that's what I was thinking. And, but I know the better athletes probably play for Texas A and M. 
That's true, but they're also three and four. I don't know. This one's a game. This one's tough. I, if you're a better, I'm, I'm avoiding this one. Yeah. You know, you are what your record says you are, right? And that's yeah, this game can go either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for fun's sake, I, I'll take Texas A&M in the upset. Okay. I don't have a real reason why, but hey. Uh, Texas Tech and Baylor matching up with each other four and three. The battle for bowl eligibility completely on the line here. Uh, obviously, they have a few more weeks to get get the six wins, but you drop a fourth game here, um, and you're at four and four. It's going to start tightening up. Uh, give me the Red Raiders at home. Yeah, I was. I agree with you. Yeah, week nine's not as good either. Uh, I mean, like, there's there's a few good games. Uh, we already covered the best of the Big Ten. We already covered the best of the ACC. Um, I mean, North Carolina's hosting Pitt. I don't know if that interests you at all. Mm, not really, but I think I like this one. Oklahoma at Iowa State. I like Iowa State at home. Oh. I keep forgetting about Oklahoma because they've kind of ruined their own season. Absolutely. Yeah, they're kind of just kind of boring. Yeah, very boring. We are one week away from action, just so you know. Not I can't this wait. Week. Week, week, it's not week nine. Uh, week 10, we owe we the return of Maction. Uh Tuesday night Maction. They're stepping it up a day. Here's wow. Wednesday night Maction. <laughs> Wish we got double uh, back-to-back Tuesday and Wednesday. That'd be sweet. Uh, starting the 27th. So this week, what is that? Thursday. You will have 27 straight days of football. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's incredible. That's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely incredible. Yeah, I saw that the other day and I was like, oh, that's a fun little stat. Little, little factoid. Uh, uh, oh, Okay. Uh, better look up the SEC before they all get mad at me. Um, we cover that. We cover that. Uh, South Carolina hosting Missouri. Yeah, I'm right. Here's a scoreboard game. Uh, Northwestern at Iowa. You know, when you're just chilling on the couch with your feet up and you look at the bottom of the screen and you see these two teams, and you're like, oh, I forgot they're playing. Here they are. It's uh, Northwestern and Iowa. I, I'd, I'll take North. I have no idea. Yeah, I would be honest. I was taking the Wildcats. <laughs> I don't want either. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Go refs. Go refs. Uh, bu- 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 bum. Pac-12 action. UCLA hosts Stanford. Stanford having a pathetic season at three and four, but UCLA yeah. cannot stand another loss here. So. No, and I think I think UCLA knows that, and I think they're just going to come out full swing on Stanford. On poor Stanford, yeah. Um, UCLA takes that one at home. Yeah, because you got yeah three teams here, and um, Oregon, USC, UCLA, all sitting at six and one. So they don't really have a whole lot of separation right now. So every week it's going to be like this until right. you know one of those teams drops one. And I think that's it. I think we can wrap it up. Uh, 
a little bit of a lull in the season. It was hard to keep up with what week five and week six uh, and week seven were. Um, so I think uh, we can probably look forward to bringing Bryce back on from the sideline scout. Uh, we'll hop back into the draft. Um, we'll see how this week's game's playing out. And uh, maybe maybe we skip a recap and then we dive right into defensive draft prospects uh, okay. with Bryce. So come on, college football, have a good week so we can push that off another week. Because as much as I love the draft, I'm not ready to commit to it full time. Yeah, no. That's, uh, I don't know if you feel like this, but I feel like this football year is just going so quick. Let's pump the brakes here. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Um, I mean, the NFL gave us an extra week. Maybe someday we get an extra week out of college football. Not saying they should. I mean, those guys don't get paid, really. All right. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm good. I think what we'll do going forward, um, you know what? Let's do this right now because I kind of mentioned it before we started recording. Let's take um, a a few shots at uh, the top 25 teams and call people out for their rankings of teams. So uh, Georgia at number one, you good with that? I'm totally okay with that. Uh, Ohio State at number two. Yeah, deep down, yeah. Okay. Uh, and these are all through the AP. I don't know what the coaches is. Um, Actually, you know what? Scratch that. Give me Tennessee yet, too. Okay. Better uh, strength of schedule. Absolutely. And then I think uh, Ohio State at, at three. I would and like our, that. And then our boys at four? I would say so, yep. Clemson at five. <sighs> Not really. No. All right, we might we'll find a new spot for them in a second here. Um they got Alabama at six. Would you put Alabama over Clemson? No. I mean they they're a missed fifty one yard field goal away from being undefeated themselves. Right. Yeah. I think Clemson's a little bit better than Alabama. Okay. Uh, so we're, we're, we're leaving, uh, Alabama at six for now. TCU, we bumping them up to five. Yeah. Okay. So undefeated TCU, you are in, uh, the two point conversations, top 25 sitting at five. Good spot to be in. Uh, so then we're, uh, that puts Alabama at seven. Uh, any reason to have Oregon over top of Alabama? I think Alabama is just, I think they're overrated. Okay, so Oregon over Alabama too, as well. Uh, I think Alabama is better than Oregon, though. Yeah, uh, that's tough. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, Oregon not over Alabama. Okay, so the only thing we've changed so far is TCU is at five and it pushed everyone else down. So six, seven, and eight goes uh, Clemson. Alabama, and then uh, Oregon. Uh, the Cowboys would be at nine. We good with that? I'm good with that, yeah. UC, uh, USC is at 10. I'm okay with that. Wake is sitting at 11. I would flip 
flat with them with UCLA. Okay, so UCLA, the Bruins get a bump up. Now, here is what I think is the largest outlier in this. Uh, Penn State sitting at 6-1. and one. Uh, Yeah, I don't like that. I would put, to be honest, I would put them, or I'm sorry, Syracuse. Okay. Or Ole Miss. I- I'm fine with both. So let's take uh, Penn State and we'll put them just above Illinois. Ooh, and Utah's sitting there at 14 at 5-2. and two. You can't have a two-loss team over any of these one-loss teams. No, you can't. Let's take Utah, and we'll drop them all the way down to 8-19. Uh, and we'll leave LSU at 18. So then here's, here's where it goes, uh, 12 through 20. So at 12 through 20, we have UCLA's 11, then Wake Forest is 12. Then we'll have Ole Miss, Syracuse. Then we'll have Penn State. Then we'll have Illinois. Illinois, six and one. Yeah, I don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know either. Uh, so they would be put down there at 19. Uh, then you got the two lost teams. I, I like Cincinnati. I, I know they probably haven't played anybody. Same thing with the Tar Heels. They haven't really played anybody. Uh, so I'm kind of leaving all of them at the bottom of the twenties. Yeah. 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 Tulane seven and one seven. Yeah. I was just about to say that seven and one. <laughs> not, how come no one ever talks about Tulane? Oh, look, yeah, look who they play. No, right. They took they took down Appalachian State, so we don't like them anymore. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, I'm good. You good? I like that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 keep an eye on that. We're not we're not bought off by like these other voters are. Our, our yeah, takes no, are genuine. We we don't make a dime off of these nope. takes. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to give us a dime, uh, give us... No, I'm just kidding. Um, just continue <laughs> to listen. Yeah, Venmo. Here's my Venmo. Uh, no, but honestly, just continue to listen. Uh, spread the word. Tell a friend. Um, you know, Get someone hy- else that you know that's not into college football. Your goal is to hype it up, man. Get them in. Get Give them one game out of the games that we talked about for next week. And uh, hopefully you pick the right one. The pressure's on you. Um right. But until then, uh, continue to uh, listen to all the shows here on the Two Point Conversation, as well as all the other great shows that come out of the network, including the Men's Locker Room and including my shows, which I won't plug right now, but you'll find them. And um, find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Uh, If you want to go and do rate and review, uh, go do it for Tyler's show because... Uh, Tyler's continuing to do his beyond 2023 where two point may not. So I don't want you to throw away your rating for nothing. Um, but if you like it and you want to give a shout out, then go ahead. Um, but Ty- Tyler's uh, dream is is still ongoing and I'm, I'm here to support it. 100% in the road too. Oh, I, I heard it in the road. Yep. I can't I'm, give any details out right now, but there's two locations where we're hitting the road next year. That's awesome. We're going for a live show. That's super fun. 
Super fun. Love it. Um, we're out. And uh, what was the say at the end of these things? I know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> until next time, the two point conversation is good. Thank you.